0: You're going to hear some advertisement here. Talk Recorded live. This is an interactive, interactive. interactive podcast designed for audience participation. Come talk, 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 talk. text chat, or listen live at TalkShoe.com. All
1: righty. So we are here with the very first uh, talk podcast live version of generally speaking uh welcome to episode number 57 uh which is sponsored by soulmate.com and virginia justice and troy price and uh we'll talk to troy a little bit later in the show um this is recorded live in front of a streaming internet audience from pe- people from all over the world are listening to us live dialed in live. Matter of fact, we're all unmuted at this moment. Uh we're this is not the official start of the show. We're going to start the show like we normally do in just a few minutes. Wanna just uh go ahead and make a, a quick mention about the um content or or the the audio quality of this show as you're hearing it for those of you who are listening to this via the podcast. So you've just downloaded this episode of Generally Speaking I want to make a, a, a comment regarding the audio quality of, of what you're hearing right now. Future talk shoe podcasts are not going to sound like this, but this week it is because we have not yet got that third recording solution uh, for recording um, live shows. And so we're using the talk shoe recording feature, which is just you're, you're only getting telephone-quality audio in this podcast, and we're already aware of that. Um, I'm almost – I've almost got enough to get a digital recorder uh, from the donations of all the wonderful people who have contributed to our podcast, and uh, hopefully within the next week I'll be making a purchase uh, to record to uh, to get a digital recorder, and we'll be able to record Stephanie and I live here with some full quality uh, voice audio from our end. And then, <coughs> excuse me, the horrible sounding bumpers and intro that you're about to hear when we officially start this podcast those are going to sound horrible via this recording uh but those will sound just like they normally do when we get this recording device and the only people who will sound like they're on the phone are the people we actually take as live callers uh, because they'll be the ones that are recorded you know via the the streaming uh, uh program here so wanted to make point that out uh again uh we're it is 10 p.m um we were going to uh, start the show, but um, we're just uh, going to introduce some people, and then uh, Stephanie and I will officially get this program underway. And uh, I want to say thank you to TalkShoe.com. Uh, what an awesome service this is, and you guys, I think, are going to love this. Um, and I let's see here. I want to – okay, we've already done this. And uh, Okay, so I'm, I'm reading the notes here and kind of taking this all off the cuff and uh, imagine that. So anyway, uh, as uh, what we're going to do here is I'm going to do some introductions. Uh, we have currently 11 people on the phone right now waiting, standing by to hear us. And then we have 12, 13, 14, 15, 18, 17, 18, 19. We have a total of 20 people logged into the client, and I know that there are several, several people listening to this streaming via the Internet outside of this client. And so those of you uh, who are listening, whatever way you're listening to this, I, I want to welcome you uh, and into this uh, podcast episode. And um, let's see here. First of all, I want to uh, ask um, – Let's see here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to mute everybody, and let's see here. <clears throat> DJ, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and uh, just tell us where you're calling from. Hello, DJ.
2: Hey, I'm from uh, Victoria, Washington.
1: You're from where in Washington? Victoria. Okay, and uh, you said... Now, tell us how long you've been listening to the Weekly Lost podcast here.
3: Since the first episode.
1: The very first episode. very
3: first
1: one. Um, We're going to... I'm going to encourage you, um, DJ, to uh, stick here with us throughout this podcast, and uh, I'm going to explain how to um, work this feature where you can chime in later. Uh, Let's see here. Next, we have... Ron, Ron, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, Cliff. Hello, how are you?
4: Doing good tonight. I'm in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana.
1: Wonderful, glad to have you on here live. Now, are you a, a fan of Lost in our podcast, or are you just uh, browsing through Talk How did you hear about us?
4: Well, this is the uh, I heard about you last night when we were online together for a little bit. But um, I'm a big fan of Lost and watched it the other night, and uh, but this is the first time I've been on one of the podcasts.
1: Well, you're you are actually going to be uh, listened to by eight to 12,000 people over the next seven days. So uh, I invite, I, I'm glad to have you on here from Louisiana, and, and I had an enjoyable time. I do remember talking to you now uh, during our four and a half uh, hours of podcasting of, uh, this test for this show. Barbara, I'm going to bring you on. Barbara, how are you?
5: Yep, I'm here. Cliff, how are you?
1: Wonderful. Now, uh, Barbara, tell everybody where you're calling from.
5: Connecticut, New York.
1: Connecticut, Connecticut. (laughs) All righty. It's by Albany. That's upstate upstate New York.
5: Yep, it's upstate.
1: Do you know where Hamilton, New York, is? Um, Colgate College. Huh? Colgate College. No. Okay. Well, anyway, um, Barbara is a long-time listening, listener. How, when did you first start listening to the Generally Speaking Weekly Lost podcast?
5: Um. Wow. I probably started listening after your first three episodes.
0: Because okay, I, first- I
5: was new to my iPod, and this guy at my job told me about podcasts, and I, the, I downloaded one that was lost, and then I just downloaded everything.
1: Awesome. And you've been listening ever since? Yep. Okay. Well, Barbara, do you mind – are you going to be able to hang out for the long haul here?
5: Um, I should be, as long as my battery don't go dead on this phone, I'm good.
1: All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to – I'm going to mute you now, but you're going to be co-hosting with Stephanie and I, if that's okay with you.
5: That would be awesome.
1: Very cool. And so we'll be back with Barbara in just a moment. And then, Kim, uh, good things coming from the forum. Uh, the person who uncovers all the hidden stuff in episodes. How are you?
6: I am excellent. How are you?
1: Wonderful. And tell us where you're calling from.
7: I am calling from my living room. Okay. I'm calling from my living room, which is in northwestern Indiana, right outside of Chicago. Wonderful. And and
1: it's dry there, I hope.
7: Um, it is absolutely pouring right now, and the streets are flooded again tonight. I was very scared driving home from work.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Well, uh, hopefully As long as it
3: doesn't invade my apartment again, I'm okay.
1: You're not on the bottom floor still, are you?
3: I'm on the first
6: floor, but I'm not in the basement anymore, so that's good.
1: Okay. Very good. Well, uh, we're going to invite you to join our show a little bit later. I'm going to go down to a good friend of mine also here, Mark Tafoya from uh, New York. Uh, Hey, Mark, how are you?
4: How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Wonderful. I'm just uh, getting, getting to know this new system. It looks pretty interesting. It looked a little confusing at first, but I think I'm getting the hang of how the chat works.
1: Yeah, th- this is very nice. In fact, uh, I'm going to do a little brief introduction on how to work this, but not too much because people who are listening to this via the are, podcast yeah. obviously aren't going to want to hear all this. But anyway, <laughs> to us your, I, wanna, I want you to tell people about your very popular podcast in New York City.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm in New York City, and uh, I am Chef Mark, and I have I host the Remarkable Palette podcast, which is a, a show all about food, cooking, the culinary scene, and uh, I interview chefs, I do recipes, all that kind of food stuff, and I also run the Culinary Podcast Network. Um, and my show has we've just moved over to Podshow, and uh, luckily I'm I'm seeing a huge bump in my in my numbers, which is really really nice. Uh, it's it's always very exciting cool to see when when people want to listen to talk about food um and i also do another podcast called remarkably mark and you can find both of those on itunes if anyone's interested
1: very cool well mark i, <laughs> I appreciate you joining us this evening and of course we'll come back to you uh in a, in a little while and and everybody has the opportunity to request a a call or or a request to talk during this podcast uh the next person we're going to go to is dj or no that's not dj that is dragon s are you there
8: Hello. Dra-
1: Dragon, what's your real name?
8: My name is Ray, and I'm from Philadelphia, PA.
1: Wonderful. And are you a Lost fan?
8: Absolutely. And I've been listening and to your podcast um good month and a half, and it's very, very entertaining.
1: Well, thank you very much. And uh, how long have you, you said for a month and a half you've been listening? Yeah, about. Very cool. Well, we're glad to have you on here, and I'll explain to everybody in just a moment how How to Request a Talk During the Show. Uh, And then Paradox, are you there? Hello. Hello. And uh, Paradox, uh, this is Bryn, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm trying to keep everybody's usernames with their real names (laughs) all put together here. And you're from, I've already forgot. Can you believe that? Where is it? Virginia. Virginia, wonderful. Okay, well, we're glad to have you on here. How long have you been listening to us, Bryn?
3: Um, I actually don't know. I got into the Jane Jax podcast, and then I subscribed to the LPN,
7: so y'all were on there.
1: Wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you here tonight.
7: Thank
1: and uh, next up, we have uh, Zeese. Zeese, are you there? Hello? Hello, Zeese. How are you?
3: Hi. It's actually Zeese. This, this is Rachel. Yes.
1: This is Rachel. Okay, Rachel Zeese. Rachel, how are you? Good. Very cool, and uh, Rachel, where are you calling from?
3: La Crosse, Wisconsin.
1: Wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you on here. And how long have you been listening to our podcast?
3: Um, I think I probably started around episode three.
1: Wow, a so very long time. <laughs> okay, very cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm a little disconnected. It's because I'm actually setting up the recording equipment for Stephanie now. She's getting ready to join us. <coughs> so, uh, Rachel, we'll, we'll come back to you and have an opportunity to get you in here. The next is the Log Dog. Lo, the Log Dog. The law Dog. And uh, that is – it's Travis, not Adam, right?
9: That's right. The gunslinger is on a self-imposed uh, fast from all this stuff, so he doesn't get to participate, but I'm really happy to be here.
1: Well, it will tell your brother that um, – he will be able to participate in some more of these. In fact, the the fact is is that they're only going to get improved from this point forward because this is all kind of new to us. What did you say, Steph? Okay. So uh, where are you calling from there, uh, Travis? uh,
9: Red Bluff, California, which is – if you're not familiar with California, it's on the part farthest from Los Angeles.
1: Gotcha. (laughs) Well, we're, we're it, it's actually working pretty good. you guys hear me okay? Does my quality sound decent?
9: You know, I actually, Cliff, your quality is improving.
1: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so um, let's see here. We're going to bring Stephanie in, and uh, since we have Travis to tell us, uh, Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and say hi to everybody?
3: Hello,
9: everybody.
1: Um, hey, Stephanie. Can you guys it's good hear, to hear her? Hi,
9: thanks.
1: I can't hear you very well. Can you guys hear her okay?
9: A, a little bit. She's a little dim.
1: Okay, well, let's bring her up. Now say hello, Stephanie. I've
7: never been told that before. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing personal. <laughs> let
1: say something else.
9: Something else.
1: Can you hear her okay now?
9: You know, I can hear her better, and you have really faded into the background.
1: Okay, well, let's uh, and
9: can there you hear are. me okay now. Absolutely. Got a lot better.
1: Okay, so am I clear?
7: Yep. And you ask.
9: And, and then and am I you are. You're not dim at all, Stephanie.
7: <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to ask you I to have to tell you that it's been my goal in life to always be souder than close.
1: <laughs> Success.
7: Yes.
1: <laughs> well, let me ask you a question, Stephanie. Can you can you hit the button over there for Brent, uh no, uh Barn Sign Shed.
6: Yeah. Oh never
1: mind, it's already playing.
6: It's already playing.
1: Hold on. It's okay. Can you guys hear that music?
4: It's a little choppy.
1: Little choppy. Let me ask you. Is
4: that
9: better? Much better, better or worse? Much better.
1: Okay. Okay, go ahead and click on that one up top. Step the spot.
4: Oh, no.
6: That's okay.
4: What do I hit? Well, there's two of them running now.
6: There's one at
1: the top and there's one at the bottom. Just click uh, okay. on both of them. Oh I love that song. I know, it's awesome. Okay. okay, so our audio quality is working. Uh thank you everybody for helping us test that out. Uh Travis, thank you. And we're gonna explain to you how to how to join the show here in just a moment. And uh Michelle from Texas. Where at in Texas are you, Michelle?
2: I'm in mean, um I'm in Arlington, Texas.
1: Arlington, okay. Arlington, yeah. And and how, how long have you been listening?
2: Oh, for a while. I think I started last year when I got an iPod for Christmas. So I was listening to the transmission and then Jay and Jack and then you guys. So almost a year now.
1: Wonderful. Well, we're so glad to have you as a listener. And, and obviously, we've, we've conversed via email several times. And obviously, you've called in quite a bit. And we love your calls and everybody else's. So well, glad to have you on. And uh, let's see here. We're going to move down. We've got three more people on the phone that I want to introduce, and then we're just going to get this show started.
6: <laughs>
1: and uh, uh, the next person I'm going to go to is Harbor. Now, I'm going to take a, 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 a stab at this and say hello, and hopefully you won't say anything uh, bad because I hadn't previewed who you were before we actually hit the record button. Harbor, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Who, who are we speaking to?
2: My name is Cheryl, and I'm in Garland, Texas, uh, not too far from Michelle.
1: Wonderful. And are you a generally speaking podcast listener?
2: I am a generally speaking podcast lurker. I don't lurker. call. Lurker. I, yeah, I, I just listen. But I have not been able to get in to talk, sh- to actually access to chat. So I kind of have a phone phobia, and talking on the phone is difficult for me, so I, I, it was important enough that I actually dialed the phone.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, don't, oh, thank you. don't worry. Nobody will ever hear that you were ever on this show, I promise.
6: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah. ble- we're glad to have you on here. And uh, and then I've got two more people. I have Mark Grace. Now, Mark, <laughs> Mark do you want to tell everybody where you're calling from? I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. And can you tell us what – now, first of all, it, it is 10 10- – it's 10.17 p.m. on Friday evening here in Hebron, Kentucky. Can you tell me what day and time it is there? It's Saturday, 2.17 in the afternoon. Is that amazing?
7: That's pretty wild. This
1: is so awesome. And uh, Mark uh, is also a site administrator as well as Lawdog. I didn't even mention that. Uh, two, two of our site admins are on here. I don't see Jeff Gentry uh online yet or um i think he said he might have might try it so <laughs> if you guys are members of the generally speaking lost forum uh then you guys uh have a you know mark and 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 the law dog or travis have done everything to really help make that so much less of a burden on me and and they really do a wonderful job and mark i want to thank you for all your help in the forum not a problem and also to you, uh, Travis, as well. Now, um, <laughs> we're going to mute Mark for just a moment, and then we're going to go to Troy Price, and I'm going to allow him to tell us a little bit about uh, soulmate.com. First of all, Troy, tell us, I, you're in Lexington, Kentucky right now. In a I am, room I am. Calling us without a computer, but dialed into the phone. But tell us where you're from, and tell us a little bit about soulmate and why you guys chose to... Um, why you guys chose to sponsor the last six podcast episodes of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network.
10: Sure enough, sure enough. Well, again, I'm Troy Price. I'm from Pikeville, Kentucky, the home of the Phil McCoy Feud. That may be something everybody knows about. Um, We got involved with Soulmate.com about, you know, a month and a half ago or two months and we're looking for different, you know, markets. Already was listening to all the GSPN shows and thought that that would be a good fit. So I approached Cliff to say, hey, what kind of sponsoring opportunities are there? And the rest is history.
1: I <laughs> muted myself. <laughs> All right. Well, Troy, um, I, I said this in our last podcast, and I, I've said it in passing over the last six podcasts. Um, your sponsorship really helped pull the Generally Speaking Weekly off podcast out of uh, a little dilemma that we had. Um, we had started a laptop fund drive uh, where we had received up to $420, uh, and what happened was that uh, it was all sitting in our PayPal account. But at the same time, all of our monthly operating costs that used to be covered by donations that came in on you know on a decent basis, uh, those used to be taken we out
7: words, on
1: regular. <laughs> anyway, they were coming in from our listeners. And anything that came in during the time I was on the laptop fund drive, uh, basically what happened was uh, we were putting all that money towards the laptop fund and not keeping any money for the operating costs and all of our operating costs are set up to electronically deduct out of PayPal. And so it was depleting the fund, and that was just making me feel awful because that money was set aside for that. I've,
6: through,
1: it was only through the sponsorship of soulmate.com through Troy and his cousin Virginia that we were able to fix and remedy that problem and get us caught back up to an even level. So the $420 has been pulled out of PayPal. And is set aside, and we're we're almost to what we need to get a digital recorder so that we can record these live shows in a much better audio quality. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, so Troy, I want to thank you and your cousin for sponsoring these episodes. It's been a blessing to us.
10: No, not a problem, not a problem. A pleasure to be a part of something bigger than ourselves.
1: And should people go to SoulMate.com directly and sign up for the seven-day free trial? Oh
10: my goodness, no there's a unique situation that's actually on your website the uh, com. and if they go there there's a banner button if they click that it'll actually go to uh, our personal small section of um soulmate.com. now can I can I give
1: my minute and a
10: half spiel
1: you go right ahead that's why I brought you on and and then we're going to start the show officially
10: Okay, sure. Well, it's complete, you know, I'm going to talk about three things, and they're all completely personal, because, you know, we're on here live and all. One is I want to talk about online dating in general. There was a girl named Devin. She's actually from outside of Cincinnati. She was in our wedding. She tried the, you know, the singles groups at the churches she went to. She tried actually, you know, going out you know to clubs and all. Never found the right person and thought she'd try online dating. She got connected with somebody outside of Houston, Texas. She said that One great thing about the online dating experience was getting to know people who were interested in her, and that was something that was exciting. Then actually she found the person that, you know, she's going to spend the rest of her her life with. Uh, And what she says is, you know, that her lifetime that she's going to spend with the guy is worth the slight inconvenience of a long-distance relationship until they can get their, you know, finances and affairs in order so they can get married and go together. So uh, that outline dating works, and Soulmate is unique in that its intention is we want to be the, we don't want cost to be a barrier you know to trying the service, and so that's what Soulmate's about. The free trial is something I want to talk about, and I want to talk about free just in general. This is unrelated to Soulmate. however, I 'm on direct TV, and I know through uh, my crazy life, Ravencrafts that you all are back on here's a free tidbit. If you call in and say that you're interested in trying out a movie package. They, uh, so they will uh, you know let you try it for a month. And then if you, uh, if you don't call in back back to them, they'll just charge you the next month. So, so they give you one month free to try it out. So then you'll go and get it into the Showtime movie package, HBO, et cetera. Uh, Soulmate works the same way. You can try it out for the seven days. And uh, to sign in, what you actually have to do is give them the credit card information. And then on day number six... Uh, call in and cancel. If it's something that you're not interested in, you'll get an email that says you're canceled. Thank you so much. Good luck. But if you go through the process of signing into Soulmate and doing the questionnaires and the evaluations that you share, uh, within 20 minutes you can be instant messaging with people that are inter- interested with you. And uh, that's an exciting thing. And you can continue that and hopefully you know, continue that until you do find your special someone. And The last thing I just want to mention is uh there is a small little make money button on the uh, Soulmate webpage. Soulmate's not the only uh webpage web service that uh you know I'm involved with. There's also one for, uh connected not connected to Dave Ramsey, but Dave Ramsey has a product that's like wealth management and uh there's a product for that as well and also a uh travel service. So those are other things similar to Soulmate. You know, that if you click on that Make Money button, there's more information for. Us. So please try those out as well.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much, Troy, for that. And uh, again, I want to say to everybody that just sat through his, his little three minutes of, of that um, if you have downloaded the Generally Speaking Weekly Loss podcast, uh, it is very large part uh, on behalf of Troy and his ability to say what he just said. Uh, that you have been able to download this podcast and that Stephanie and I are able to continue to do this. And the other part of the of the uh, way that we're continuing to do this, and, and uh, we don't have any sponsorships lined up in the future, and, and I've actually uh, decided that I'm no longer going to be pursuing that as aggressively as I had in the past, and instead we're going to ask a larger percentage of people to just donate a very small amount, maybe $3 as a suggestion, each month on the first of each month uh, to help us cover the cost of bandwidth. And if, if, if only 50 people would do $3 a month, it'd be well enough to take care of all the operating costs. And so thank you, Troy. Uh, if anybody's interested in finding out more about soulmate, just go to generally speaking click on the banner and, uh, and then, um, then you will be able to click through and, and they will get the credit for you doing. So if you do it that way, so, Again, thank you very much. I have everybody muted. Stephanie, we are about ready to start this actual episode of uh, Generally Speaking, Um, and I want to just encourage everybody to do, real quick, those of you who are dialed in by phone. First of all, those of you who are dialed in by phone, see that there are a lot of people out there who are dialed in by their computer, and they're listening to this stream. If you go grab a telephone, maybe you have a cell phone with free nights and weekends, or lots and lots of minutes, or if you have an unlimited uh, long-distance calling plan, you can call in to our show. <laughs> a matter of fact, there's dial information at the top right-hand corner in the, in the menu bar. It tells you how to dial into our show, and that will put you in so that we, you actually be listening to us via your telephone. It will stop the stream on your computer, so don't be nervous if all of a sudden you don't hear anything on your computer. As soon as you dial in, you'll start to hear our show live through your telephone. And then what will happen is uh, you will then, if you're logged into both the computer uh, through the chat client here, and if you're also logged in by telephone, what I want you to notice is there is a button at the top that says request to talk. Now, Stephanie and I are going to do our show like normal. Everybody will be muted except for Stephanie and I and Barbara because Barbara is going to co-host with us. And um, if we are talking about something and you want to really add something to that, that's why it's important for you to dial in. And so we encourage you to dial in. And then if, once you're dialed in, if, you, if we're in the middle of a conversation and you really have something to add to that, click the Request to Talk button. It will put you in queue, and I'll see that you want to talk, and that's how we'll bring you in and, and put it at the right appropriate part of the show. And so with all that said and done – and out of the way, we are going to bring Barbara Bird back into the show. Barbara, are you still with us?
5: I am so with you. I just finished stuffing my dinner down my throat so I can make it.
1: All right. <laughs> we love Barbara Bird.
6: <laughs> and we love all of
1: our listeners. I mean, this, we're not playing favorites or anything like that. Uh, in fact, in the future, uh, if you are interested in co-hosting with us, send us an email at podcast at ravenscraft.org. And <coughs> and then uh, let us know that you want to co-host with us in the future, and we'll maybe do a, a, a waiting list of, of co-hosts. <coughs> okay, so with that said, Stephanie, why don't you hit our intro music?
4: You can't transmit because something else is already something else. Okay, what kind it of transmission is it? Let me get the people's reflection on Welcome to the Weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 57 of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
7: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And
1: we also have a co-host and she is... Barbara Bird. Wonderful. Welcome, Barbara, to the show. Glad to have you as a co-host with us this evening.
5: Thank you for inviting me. Hi, Steph. Hi.
1: We have an action-packed show for you tonight. This episode of Generally Speaking will change everything. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So uh, technically it is. I mean, this is a whole new era for us. We've done some live shows in the past, but, but we have never had the interaction ability that we have here tonight. And so we have people from all over the world listening to us live right now, and we're so excited. Now, <coughs> excuse me, what I want to do is I, I, technically speaking, this podcast started a long time ago. But anyway, what I want to do right now is I want to start off, Stephanie. Yes. And Barbara. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to start off with our episode number 56 review of I Do. <laughs> okay. Barbara, tell us what <laughs> you thought about our review of I Do.
5: Your review of I Do?
1: Yes, episode number fifty-six. What we said about it in our podcast. What What were your thoughts? Did you agree with us? Did You think Cliff was a little cra- cranky, and needed a little more caffeine or something? What What do you think?
6: She's speechless. Hello, Barbara.
1: I think we lost
7: her. Did he
1: I think her cell phone battery must have gone dead.
7: Bummer. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> she re- there, there she is. She is. I'm i sorry. thought you just
1: hated what we said in
4: episode 56.
5: <laughs> no, I got I, I'm trying to knock the baby out so he can stop talking while I'm on the phone. <laughs>
4: Do you have any NyQuil?
5: <laughs> no. I tried that on the husband, and I almost put him in a coma. Yeah. Oh,
6: my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so, Barbara, um, but, did you...
2: Did you hear with the question?
6: Episode.
5: Yes, I agreed with your ep- with the. We are still.
6: He We're losing her. This is not cool. Is
5: she on her
1: cell phone? Barbara, are you on your cell phone or your landline?
5: I'm on my landline.
1: Okay, you, you're dropping out.
5: Okay, wait. Is that better?
1: Can I hear you now?
5: Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so tell tell. So give us your opinion of I do.
5: I was totally disappointed. Not happy totally at all. Disappointed. Yeah, not happy at all. Jack, to me, was, was the best part with all his classic lines. But the rest of it was, as Stephanie would say, ho-hum.
7: <laughs> yeah. Stephanie doesn't say
5: that anymore. Uh, well, then that could be my catchphrase, and they could email me then. <laughs> Cause I, I yeah, I didn't like it at all.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, 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 well, obviously, I agree. Because we said so. Because <laughs> we said so. But it doesn't mean that it's true. It's just my opinion. And, and obviously, a lot of people uh, disagree with that. In fact, <laughs> there was um, a little bit in our Generally Speaking Lost Forum, found at GenerallySpeakingPodcast.com, and clicking on the link for the GSPN Lost Forum. And uh, our good friend Ryan from the transmission. Uh, posted in our forum,
6: Yeah. and
1: uh, he, he says, I hope that, you know, I, I, I heard it, and I hope that you get, you know, an opportunity to take a look at it again, and maybe, you know, maybe if you have an opportunity, he says, you know, I've written some things that I think maybe were some redeeming qualities of the episode. Okay. Can you bring up the, your show notes so that you can read it so I don't call through it? And then uh, basically what uh, Ryan had said uh, is some very interesting things. Uh, and, and I agree with him that that he, there are some things that uh, relationship people really do enjoy, and so Stephanie, do you have that? Yep. I'm working on
7: it. Oh, H- there, closer to the virtue.
1: Yes, and, and one that I have yet fact. Ah, when
7: can get even. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Goodness gracious! Well, I'm going to mute myself. Uh, okay. So when you have that app, this is you can find this ba- basically by going to HawaiiUp.com. Forward slash loss. and uh, what am I reading here? Uh, you're gonna read right where it says people who I love and respect. The, just the, the red and
7: black. No, just the, just the red. Just the red. And I'm
1: gonna mute myself to call. All
7: right. People whom I love and respect thought last week's story was great, but it did nothing for me. Those same people were disappointed by I Do, and I thought it was, and I thought it was a damn good episode.
4: That
1: says darn. It's <laughs> okay. Go ahead.
7: Fresh up on the spelling skills, man. <laughs> One thing I'm learning: the fact that people still have uh, strong opinions either way is testament to the staying power of this show. And while I am no, and while I'm no shipper, this semi semi season finale is. I'm sorry, my eyes are. It's, okay. Yes. The semi-season finale is cementing the fact that I'm into Lost for the characters. I'm curious about the sci-fi sides, the mythology, the clues, the conspiracy. But I'll take a deep character episode like that over a voodoo mystery any day. And Jen, she didn't hate it at all this week. In fact, she rather liked her. And that, my friends, is saying a lot.
1: Okay, so that, that's the, just the opening paragraph. To Ryan's review of uh, I Do. And I encourage you guys to go over there because he does point out some things that he liked about the show that <laughs> I did not point out. And it mostly has to do with relationship stuff. Now, this is what I wrote down here, and I'm going to kind of script myself. It says, Ryan has one thing uh, that he said that I think is very important. He states plainly that he believes is in love with Jack and that Jack is in love with Kate. And I agree totally with that
7: yes do i and
1: why did why allow uh let's see here why did she allow what happened to happen between her and El Creek and the cage i can't answer that question however could she have been told to do this maybe by striking a deal with ben uh so that this was all set up and they pretty much made this to where you know that could be left let out of his little cage if you will in the hydro station to go and view what was set up by ben so that he would perhaps do this so that <laughs> that's my theory well it's not really my theory I, I think it's possible that she could have struck a deal but it is my theory and it is my strong belief that kate does love sawyer however it is a love as in uh, uh, a brotherly type of love. Okay,
7: that makes what happened on, on Wednesday even grosser.
1: It, it, and it does. But, <laughs> but, but I, again...
7: <laughs> and that's just wrong.
1: Okay, so... Uh, that's nasty. Exa-
7: <laughs> yeah. You need to pick a different kind of word. You know, like <laughs> okay. Of benefits or something. I
1: don't know why I say the things I say, but I say them anyway.
6: Okay, that's
1: <laughs> not Okay, so anyway, here's the deal. I believe that she loves Sawyer, That that she has strong emotional ties to Sawyer, uh, but I don't believe that she is in love with Sawyer. I believe she's in love with Jack. Barbara? Yeah. What do you think?
5: I just think she's nasty. She, I, I think she does love J- Jack more than she loves Sawyer. I don't think she loves Sawyer like on the brother level. I think she likes him or loves him in the fact that he's just like her. It's
7: more of an understanding.
5: Right, a mutual understanding type thing, because they're kind of the same person in a sense. She's always running. He has really nothing. He's always been a rebel. So they have a lot in common, which probably draws her to him. But I think Jack is her rock. It's like the one person that she would probably get with, and her past would be gone.
1: I got you. Now, um, maybe instead of saying brotherly love, I'll say she's in lust with him in a way um, and, and, and has the emotional ties, but not really the deep kind of love, love. Now, Travis has requested to talk with us and, and anybody that's on the phone, you can request to us time. So let's see what uh, Travis wants to say. Travis, what's on your mind?
9: Well, I you know, I think the whole thing with, with the Kate, Sawyer, Jack, and I think with Nathan and the cop, I think they let us onto it. I think she loves Jack, but she'll feel like a burden to any decent person that she loves because they can never really be together because she's still a criminal. If she ever gets off the island, she's right back where she started. But with Sawyer, she knows he's a crook, and I think she feels comfortable with that, like she won't screw him up. He's already screwed up. She won't be a burden to him. You know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's the psychology that's going on with her.
7: I I so agree with you because I think that that's what made her backstory important was that they showed that she really loved her husband. She was absolutely in love with her husband, but she couldn't she was, and she couldn't change the fact that she was a wanted fugitive.
1: Right, and and I wonder if... She was to leave, I mean he
7: didn't say anything <laughs> to him about who she was until they were ready to yeah, I, until they were right on her tail I, I
1: i i just don't understand how even if they were to get off the island and her and Sawyer were to break free together, how they could ever trust one another, how could they ever have a relationship of trust they and therefore, I also wonder how could Jack ever have a relationship of trust with her? uh but people but the here's the one thing I will say i with all my heart. People can change. I do believe that. I do believe that. But trust takes so much time after you've conned somebody, after you've destroyed the trust. It takes a long time to build up trust. And once trust has been broken in the way that they're used to breaking trust, it is very difficult to rebuild that trust.
7: Remember in the finale of, of season two, Live or Die Alone, um, Jack and Kate gave each other, like, the knowing look. Yes. You know, the knowing look. So maybe the knowing look was that she would pretend that she's in love with Sawyer so they could just keep him doing what they want him to do. Maybe it was all their plan to begin with.
6: Yeah, I don't
7: know. Anyway, I'm just trying to.
6: Barbara, what do you think?
5: Something up? I don't know what that look was. It was it was like they knew something was going to happen and that no matter what, they would stick together. Or whatever Jack would do, she would just follow along with it. But I think somehow Ben got in her head. Right. I really think when she went to breakfast with Ben, I think Ben got in her head somehow.
6: Yeah.
1: And he has her yeah.
5: he definitely has her right where he wants her.
1: I I think you're right. I think
7: <laughs> Or did until Jack cut his Kidney, kidney sack. <laughs> well,
1: here's the here's the deal. I, I think that Ben has broken Kate and Sawyer, and I think that, you know, I think Jack has showed his, his spine, as somebody had said, and, and, and that was Ryan. Ryan said, if anything, this episode shows is that Jack actually still has a spine, or to have a spine, and I agree. That's,
6: right. I am, that, that,
7: that's funny phrasing, being
1: that he's a
6: spinal, he's a
7: spinal surgeon. <laughs> Ben's laying on the table with his spine exposed. <laughs> yes, and
1: let's see here. Edith Baker wants to uh, chime in. Edith, what do you got for us?
7: Hi, this
11: is what I have. It just dawned on me at some point today um as I rewatched the show again that Kate really was okay with keeping her distance from Sawyer, but when she went to see Jack and Jack refused what she thought was refusal of helping, she realized Jack may not love her because here she was pleading, please do this, you will help Sawyer don't kill Sawyer. she didn't want the family broken up she didn't want anybody killed. And when he said, right. we're done, we're done, get out of here, that's when she realized, I don't think this guy likes me. I don't care. I don't think he cares for us. So she she felt sorry for Sawyer. She had an attraction for Sawyer. Let, you know, let us not confuse love. I think these people have, are feeling lust. They are loving each other, but they're lustful for each other.
6: Yeah, I, they're I agree. They're not in a
11: situation where they could have love. They're not in a the household. They don't have jobs. You know they're not in a situation where they could actually have
5: love the way we see it, and especially since she probably thought when Jack refused her, and Ben heard that that they were going to kill Sawyer, so why not make him happy before he has to die? Well,
1: <laughs> you you you, you yeah, laughed, I laughed. but I was actually going to say that, and Barbara, you you beat me to it. Yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder if. She, she. I mean, she felt bad for Sawyer. She and, probably and, needed I mean, that bit of affection,
5: and thought he needed that bit of affection if it's going to be their last couple of hours together.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's a shame that 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 some people would think that that that's necessary. And and I I wonder what she would think if she felt, you know if they do hook up, what she's going to think if she ever finds out about the little uh, affectionate uh, interlude with Anna Lulu. <laughs> Let's see here, uh dragon I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no,
7: go ahead. I, I'm putting my thoughts together because I think that I disagree with Edith in that they can't fall in love in the current situation that they're in. Because some of the greatest loves come out of the most traumatic circumstances. I,
1: yeah, I I think that's very very possible. I wanna uh tell people that after people kind of give their little their little talk what I'm doing is... I, I'm What he's I'm,
7: saying is he wants me to shut up so he can... No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> darn it. Okay, he wants me to shut up so he can keep... Along.
1: No, I was just going to explain that <laughs> just so that Edith and and uh, Travis would know that um, basically after you say what you're going to say, I kind of mute you and let that kind of lead our discussion so people know how we're moving this right along. <laughs> But no, I encourage Barbara and Stephanie, I encourage both of you to speak up and continually carry on the conversation. And as these people call in and and, and request a talk, I'm okay. going to let them say their statement and then I will mute them. And I encourage you if you have further things you want to say, then by all means go ahead and request another to put you in the call queue. So Dragon asks, I, I unfortunately I can't remember uh Dragon who who is this calling? What what's the name?
8: My name is Ray.
1: Okay, Ray, what do you have to say?
8: Um, I don't know. I I think that they only brought Kate, Jack, and Sawyer, all three of them together. I thought they really only wanted Jack, and they brought Kate and Sawyer just because they knew that they would all play off each other. Like, they, that's That was kind of my thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think but that then they we were... Okay,
7: but then we find out that Jack wasn't really on the list, on Jacob's list. Now, we don't really know who Jacob is, but that just tells me that he was he was an add-on. He was the extra benefit that that they really weren't looking to get Jack in the first place.
1: Yeah, and in fact, that, I want to bring that up. That that leads me into another thing that uh, I do have on here is is this whole idea of who is Jacob and this list that was talked about, <laughs> and the the thought that I have is this. First of all, I believe Jacob now is he. Okay. Okay. I think it's it's quite obvious that Ben isn't in charge. I, he seems to be – somebody has a lot of influence, and obviously Tom's weeping like a little baby <laughs> about the fact that he right. might die. But, but I don't think he's in charge. And I think Ju- Juliet – or I'm sorry, Mother Christmas <laughs> – I think Christmas has kind of.
7: I, I would have to say that she plays a much much better Mrs. Claus than, than an evil doctor.
1: <laughs> we, we just went and saw Santa Claus Three and just loved that movie. Our kids had a wonderful yeah. time and uh, and and she
7: and Elizabeth Mitchell plays Mrs. Claus. Yes,
1: and and she did a wonderful job. And I'm sitting there watching this whole movie, thinking that's Juliet. That's like, Juliet. She
7: looks over me and and mouths it to me like I don't know who she is. <laughs>
1: That's Julia. I couldn't watch it. I could not see her in any other place. So she's already typecasted in my mind. Where was I going with this? Oh, Jacob. So Jacob is he. I believe Jacob is, must be the guy that's in charge. And when Tom uh, and, Tom and uh, Ethan are talking in the maternity leave right. uh, podcast or episode, I believe when Tom says to Ethan, you know, he's not going to be happy about this. I don't think they were talking about Ben. Talking about Jacob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and when Ben walking in, he, he's a generous man and he's a loving man, he's a great man, but he's not a forgiving man. You know, I, I believe Ben was talking about himself. I believe that he was talking about Jacob. Now, this is the first time that I can recall that we've heard this name on the island, as far as somebody who might be on the island. <laughs> and here's what I, I think. Happened, and this is just my own process of thought Jacob had Jacob the man in charge he Jacob had a list uh, that asked for Kate Sawyer and Hurley okay those were the three that he wanted and what they're what what Kate and Sawyer are doing I have no idea and why they needed Hurley just so that they could send him back maybe just because Hurley would be a good messenger boy I have no idea But here's my thing is that that I believe they wanted Kate and Sawyer. They seemed to have a particular interest in them, and they immediately put them to work. I think Jack was Ben's decision to – he went to Mrs. Clue and said, listen, you got one more name. We're going to take Jack because I need his help. Uh, He's a spinal surgeon, and, and, you know, I need him. We're going to have to work – we're going to have to bring all three – we're going to have to bring not only uh, Kate and Sawyer, we're also going to have to bring jack because i need him to to operate on me <laughs> and um we're gonna to have, to, to have to work out an elaborate plan on how to get that to happen uh but it's not going to in, and, and i think they're probably one kind of uh danny was kind of like uh, against this like no we can't bring him because he has too much of a spine he could, i think that he can't be broken and and i think that they felt, you know, Sawyer, we can con him, and we can gain his respect or whatever. They did. Exactly. But but we are not going to be able to get through to Jack. And I think Ben says, I'll get through to Jack. We'll keep them separated. We'll keep Jack here. Uh, Juliet and I will do our mind trick games, and we will be able to pull this off. And and so what I, I think that what happened is that Jack was added to that list before Mrs. Clue gave that list. To Michael, thank you. Now uh, let's see here, Uh, Fred, and I'm assuming. Let's see here, Fred, 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 Fred. I'm assuming this is this from Long Island.
12: Hey Cliff, hey guys.
6: Is this Fred from Long Island?
12: Oh yes, and I'm I'm uh, joining from my cell phone. Thanks for giving me an excuse to finally use all those extra minutes. Hey, no problem. I, I figured you'd hear a little better too, but. I just wanted to chime in while you're discussing all these plans uh can i can I reiterate this is probably the dumbest and most paranoid plan I've ever heard for someone who needs surgery
4: you no know, doubt i'm sorry go, you go ahead say what you have to
1: that really leads to something I want to say so go ahead, finish your thoughts but right? i apologize <laughs>
12: okay rather than rather than uh and I, I this has probably been discussed before, but rather than befriending and uh kind of. Convincing them that they're the, they really are the good guys. They've done anything but. And again, perfect opportunity during this episode to discuss it all in a rational manner didn't happen. Uh, there's got to be a better way to stretch out a plot line. That's all I can say. Uh, thanks, Cliff.
1: Thank you. Now here's what I want to say about about what Fred said. Yes, elaborate plan. This whole deal where Ben says, "Oh, we brought you here. We." We were going to do this, we were going to do this. We wanted to get you to the point where you would understand us and see that we're good people. and we wanted to, yeah, it's Dr. Phil's stuff as D j said uh, in our chat room. Um, <coughs> he's playing Dr. Phil, We were going to try to really encourage you and and, and I wanted you to really want to help me, you know and, and it's kind of like you know he was almost saying, like stephanie, when when you say, you know, uh, you know will you rub my back?" You know, sometimes you don't ask you because you want me to want to rub your back, right? You have no idea what I'm saying because you're reading the chat room, aren't you?
7: I'm not reading the chat room because it's not
1: up. I am. Oh, that's right. You don't have the chat client in front yeah, of you. But I'm
7: listening. Go
1: ahead. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You there's it's it. Sometimes you don't want to ask me to take out the trash. You want me to want to do that.
7: Absolutely.
1: So, so that's what Ben is saying. I don't understand how in the world they can pull this off as a plot line and have us have that as a believable story because (coughs) I'm sorry, Jack, I I think that his character, he is a a pretty decent guy and would do the surgery. If you didn't sit there and, uh, you know, kidnap one of the ladies on the island, try to rip her baby out of her body. uh, If you didn't send your Ethan guy, super ultra uh, steroid man, Uh, To come and kill Scott and several other people on the island. Uh, If you didn't sit there and do all these horrible things that you guys have done, hang Charlie in a tree. uh, It's just unbelievable what all these people have done. They
6: don't go anywhere without guns.
1: Yeah, I mean, and sit there and you shoot. You 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 have you are obviously the people who have kidnapped Walt and stranded, blew up the raft where they could have all drowned to death. Um, you, you sh- saw your, saw your in the shirt, in the shoulder, which actually, okay. So they did one thing that really kind of said, Hey, we're on <laughs> We are the good people. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. You, know
7: what? you just made a connection for me because Sawyer, they shot Sawyer in the shoulder. Yes. On the raft.
1: And then they shot him in the ear.
7: No. And then Ben was shot in the shoulder with an arrow by Danielle. So.
1: Do, 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 <laughs> okay.
6: you totally wrong.
7: Sometimes the dots connect. Sometimes
5: they don't.
6: <laughs>
1: so, I think so Barbara, Ben is intimidated.
5: Thinking? I think Ben is intimidated by yeah. Jack.
1: Explain we... what you by that.
6: Tell us what you feel. <laughs> How does that make you feel? How
1: does that make you feel, Barbara? You can't
5: break That's Jack? Well. He's intimidated by him.
1: I think you're right. I think Ben is a weak man. Now, it's hard for me to say that because when I – I'm sorry, go ahead.
7: That's because he's got a tumor pressing on his spine that makes him all tingly all over and he gets really bad headaches.
1: Okay, that could be. But here's the deal. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Ben goes and infiltrates their camp. Okay? he. He, ben does. He goes in, he gets captured, he says I'm Henry Gale and he's willing to yeah. he's willing to be Take one for the team. He's willing to take one for the team so that he can get there. Why was he lying? Why not just say, I'm Ben, I'm from the other part of the island, we screwed up. I realize you're a surgeon, oh my gosh. Or did he just find out by being in the in the hatch for so long that he's a surgeon? And then and then Ben Goes back to Alcatraz Island, gets up their CIA computer and starts doing the search through the FBI records and then and learns everything about Jack. So that then, because of the fact that while he was in there, he learned about Zach as a spinal surgeon, and, and that's when he says, ah, This is my chance. Plans have changed. That could be. Wow. But then, what, was, was there any connection with, with Ben and what he really said to Locke? You were one of the good guys who were coming to get you. See, that's what I love about loss. There's these questions.
7: Too many sometimes, though. I mean, are there really any? um, There are some reasons that that they have tied up, and there are some that they have not. But there needs to be more of an equal balance here because my mind can't handle all that I'm left to to ponder. Yes. February
1: well let's see what uh Travis has to say and we're gonna get into some loose ends that have been left untied. Uh let's see here. Travis, you you want to say something?
9: Hey Cliff, you there? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, and, and and in fact, Stephanie, I love you. You just perfectly segued into what I was saying. All these mysteries. Remember, Jack was supposed to die in the pilot. And Benry, yeah. they expanded his role because people liked him. So everything that's going beyond on between those two is something they've mocked up for ratings and has nothing to do with their original vision for the entire show. So we're never getting to the stuff that the show's really all about, which sort of bugs me. Yeah, it's neat to see him be a tough guy, but where is it taking us? And the other thing, I think Ben, I mean, he's, he's puny, he gets caught. You know, yes, he's manipulative, but I think people, the others, or Dharma, or whoever they really are, are afraid of Ben because whatever is behind him the power behind him smoke monster whatever it is and and not Benry himself cuz you're right he he doesn't seem to be that
1: strong That is awesome. Uh but you said something that that just I, you I, I don't know why I hadn't thought about this and made this connection. You're right. Ben Jack was supposed to die in in the pilot.
7: So everything that they've...
1: everything they've written it's about Jack. Everything about the spinal surgeon – I'm sorry, go ahead.
7: Uh, everything that we've seen about Jack has just been made up, kind of flying off the seat of their pants.
1: Well, not oh. the seat of the pants, but they came up with an elaborate plan to keep him in the show and make it interesting, but it wasn't a part of the original plot. That's,
6: when, yeah, that's when It's I'm not
1: a part of the, what was in the original black box ending, just in case they got canceled and they needed to answer all the questions in one episode. Right so and and that goes for Ben and everything that's going on with Ben and his tumor. This was all not a part of the real thing. This is one of the things. Uh, and just it's, it's just it's just a bonus, and I'm gonna say that no, it's not jumping the shark uh it's definitely interesting, and hopefully they are making whatever story they're telling be between um jack having having this ability to operate and all these different things. And, and bringing Ben in, I hope that the, they had this awesome overarching plot and story that they were going to tell, and they found that because we're going to leave Ben in here, uh, this is perfect because this really gives a critical way to tell this plot. And so, therefore, it really does fit into the overarching plan, and it it, it kind of has molded the plot of the show. And uh, Edith Baker has something she wants to add. Go ahead, Edith.
11: Hi, can I be brutally honest? Yes. We are watching a soap. We all know that. And yes, the the writers or the producers, whoever they were, J.J. and et, et, et Al, knew that, that there'll be a story about an island, the island will have a mysterious way, and they have the idea how the mystery will be solved. Anything in between are just stories that they come up as they come along, and that's where the soap is. A soap never ends. There's always something <laughs> um, something new, like the sound that you like to make, uh, Cliff. There's always something going on, and that's what's happening here. Ben is another st- attraction, that instead of making the show go five uh, seasons, it might go six seasons. We might be watching this still with 20 years from now, still discussing it. You know, I'll be on my deathbed and saying, oh, my God, I'll never know I long Ben's. And and I think that's what the problem is. But I love it. I don't care. You know, it's the only soap I watch, and I love it. But that's what It is. And, Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, oh. Did you just and, no, no, Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, with Sorry. Eat. And then when when they brought in Ben or Michael Emerson, I'm a Michael Emerson fan, and oh, I don't yeah. no. I, I don't know why I would know <laughs> that. <with Joe Dad. laughs> And when he came on, he said he was only signed on for three shows, but he just mystified everybody that they wrote him in. Isn't that what they do in, in soaps? The only pro, the only yes. thing, in, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> and the only thing they don't do he, in, here that they do in soaps is that the dead person never comes back as an evil twin. Well, guess what? They come back as uh, flashback uh, story backstory people, and they come back so.
7: So yeah, many. but even on soap,
3: even on
7: soap,
11: sometimes they can just come back kiss themselves.
3: They, well, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> they were never really dead.
11: <laughs> I just read about Echo. I just put it up on the forum that Mister Echo, according to Carlton Cuse, is or Adaval, is going to come back and may not even be in a flashback. So I went, what the heck is he going to rise? He really didn't get killed, but apparently mm-hmm. he's coming back.
1: Well, maybe we uh, will be the evil twin. That's interesting. Um, I want to. I want to talk a second about um, what Edith has said here. Uh, as far as this being a soap and the story is never end, I think the writers of the show, the the producers, have made it crystal clear that they don't want a thirteen year series. That they realize that eventually, given, and they even said five, maybe six episodes or seasons of loss. Right uh maybe six uh, that that they could probably keep going that long, make it interesting, and really tie things in. However, beyond that, they're actually going to have to do the zombie season. so they they've already decided that if, if ABC brings it on for season seven and 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 they say, "No, we don't want to write this," then they said we'll probably be replaced. I, I heard Damon and Carlton actually said we will be replaced because we're not going to want to do it. And, we're, and
7: that's ABC's first mistake because, duh, if you replace Damon and Carlton, you're going to lose money.
1: <clears throat> Very possible. It will
7: will mean, continue to
1: make some money because loss will still continue to draw people. Have they but, heard
7: of this crazy show called 7-7? Oh,
1: don't go there. Uh, we're going to talk about jumping the shark next, uh, folks. So if you want to uh, chime in, uh, don't, don't request a talk yet about jumping the shark Wait till we get there. Fred's going to say something in just a minute. But the thing is, is that they did say that, listen, if they keep, if they go to season seven and they don't fire us, we're writing zombies into the show. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad to know that they're not going to Ally feel this and they're yeah. not going to. Uh, there, was,
7: there was a clear, I mean, you could tell from one episode to the next when the writer could <laughs> change on that show. Yes. Hands down.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You want to say something else?
7: No and I was just gonna you know, gonna say to, to the soap reference that um maybe by definition law could be defined as a soap. Uh-huh. But um as a person who has had a soap addiction uh-huh. <laughs> um I just came to the realize realization that I have this is this is like really crazy for me to say. I've watched General Hospital for twenty five years. Um, it's kind of strange that I can even say that I'm old enough to have watched the show for 25 years. But I have to say that that, um, there is a clear line between daytime television and and Lost, number one being the quality. And I'm not, I mean, a heavy General Hospital fan here, you know, not trying to diss actors because for what they do, they are phenomenal. But you, you can't compare to the intensity that you're getting. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Let's see, Fred from Long Island. Uh, Fred, you're on.
12: Hi again. Um, I was thinking before that uh, maybe you could talk about kind of the backlash that might be happening with some of this uh, slowing down. Uh, You know, we got to this semi-season finale, and I don't want to say that the plot line has slowed down, but in some sense, I feel like, we're getting half answers, quarter answers. Uh you know, it, it's not necessarily taking taking um the turn of uh Alias or Seventh Heaven, but it might be becoming an x-file to some extent where it's getting so convoluted that uh fans like my wife who are kind of the more casual fans are saying kind of shaking their heads saying well, what are they doing here? Why am I watching this anymore? Just kinda of getting um disenchanted with it. So uh what do you think right. about that? Okay,
7: Fred.
6: I'm sorry,
12: go ahead. No, I'm,
7: okay. I'm Fred, I'm gonna have to say that, that, you know, there have been times um during this, this little mini series that, that they call that I thought that they were right on. And there are other things that I didn't even think they were slowing down, I thought they were doing this <laughs> stopping completely. Um, and, and just, I, I don't know what they're doing, but it's got to. I I totally lost my train of thought. Um, sorry, go ahead. Okay, I so lost myself. That's
1: fine. So here, here's the deal. Um, I, this this takes us officially into has lost jumped the shark. Um, and and the whole I hate I even hate that phrase. I'm not I, from here on out. I'm not even going to use it anymore after this podcast. But anyway, um. The deal is is that I believe that, that Lost is nowhere near running out of things to do on this island. They haven't done everything, and they don't have to do crazy stuff to keep us interested anymore. They have a lot of untied storylines that can be expanded upon and do wonderful things. And I have a theory on why the show sucks sometimes, and, and I'll, I'll give my uh, explanation on what I mean by that. But Stephanie, go ahead and... I feel
7: like I need to be signed in so I can put my call in queue. <laughs> like, let me talk.
4: No, just talk um, any, I, I came any back time. on to
7: my thoughts. I came back on to my thoughts. And that um, sometimes, I, I think that, that most of our listeners know that I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan. Uh-huh. Okay? And last season, there was an episode. There's character Christina who is wants to be like the number one top surgeon ever. And she she's a genius. She's such a... Well, anyway, she's this intense character. And um, there was one episode last season where her chief told her, sometimes you just have to go back to the basics. And that's what I want to say about Lost, is that in, in the whole trying to, you know, be set apart at the television show and going into the intensity and, and the depth of, storyline that I think that they are forgetting the basics and that, that is where they are either slowing down or coming to a halt in the storyline and that maybe they just need to go back to the basics of these people being stuck on this island for, do you know what I mean? Right. Are you following me?
1: No, but they are because I was thinking You're of myself,
7: okay. I, but I'm
1: going to go back and so, listen to this podcast.
6: out there is listening to me. <laughs>
5: it's it's okay it's okay to start another mystery, but at least clear up one other thing if you're gonna open absolutely. up if you're gonna open up two other clams, close the first clam, you know, give us something to go with because there's so many different things open that we have to keep going back and being like, Okay, well, what about this? Oh wait, well, what happened to them? Oh, you know what's going on with it's just too much that's open at one time,
7: absolutely,
1: okay. Uh, those those who are in the chat, um, client, you see that I'm I'm writing notes to myself to remind myself of what I want to say. Um, first of all, I want to say that I believe that the problem that Lost is right, running into is they have different writing teams. I think I'm, I've said this several times in the past. Over over 56 episode or 56 episodes of Lost, I'm sure I've mentioned this several times. But they have they Lost has the best writing teams. On the point working for this show.
6: Absolutely.
1: I just don't think, and this is my honest opinion, and it's not quite humble, and I apologize for that, uh, but I'm a very opinionated person, and it's just my opinion. Oh,
6: really? Yes,
1: I am. <laughs> uh, but this is only my opinion. But the thing is, is that I don't believe that Lost is doing a very good job of having the writing, the different writing teams. Collaborate with one another. There are episodes in season two that jump back and forth, with leaving us with almost a cliffhanger, and then not even addressing it. Like, for example, where on earth is Sun and Jin? This is a huge story; it's left open. And sure, maybe they were just going to bring it up.
7: They're in the
1: tent. Yeah, they're in the tent, hanging out. <laughs> uh, but, but here's
7: looking the- up and hanging
5: out.
4: But, uh, By the time we the, see
5: her, she's gonna be like eight months pregnant.
4: No <laughs> doubt. So, They're
5: gonna skip the but, whole storyline, and she's just gonna be as big as Claire was, and we're gonna be like, "Wow!" Now, it's been on the island character. for a long time.
7: Sun is another character that wasn't one of the originals. They specifically wrote that character for. Um, help me with their name again. Anyway, for that actress. It just totally passes me right now. <laughs> sometimes my brain works, sometimes it doesn't. Cliff, pay oh, attention to I, me. I'm sorry, I'm writing notes. to myself. I know that there are other people out there listening to me, but I cannot see them.
1: I know. Well, here, here's the deal. Um, I I don't know what you were just saying because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm still trying to put all this together, and, and I'm
7: whoop. saying that they can't leave Sun out there in 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 the ocean
1: too or, long, or
7: wherever she is, wherever she is in Janar. Right, well, and I was saying that that role was specifically made for her.
1: Exactly. Right here, and here's, and this this illustrates my point of the writing teams not collaborating with one another. Okay. Saeed was there with Jin and Sun. Am I not correct?
6: No. You, you yes. You're right. Okay. And
1: Saeed has obviously been back and is participating in the island side event. Is is that correct? Yes.
6: Yeah. Right.
1: Okay. But we don't see Sun and Jin, and. We don't hear Saeed say anything about Sunak. they come Jan. back
7: in February, they're going to come back in February, and the first, the opening. No, I don't even know who flashback or whose story it is, but they're going to shoot Jen walk out of the tent, do his little manly thing, uh, you know, stand there all manly. I they may do that, but here here's the
1: deal that I have. Okay, so so the thing is, is the a different set of writing, a, a different writing team. In my opinion, I could be wrong. And I'll probably in it, It's still this is my theory. A Different writing team wrote the episode with Sun and Jin, and where Colleen, and where Saeed was there with Jin as son was ambushed. Okay, but a but a completely different writing team further instru- uh wrote the most recent episodes where we see uh, Saeed uh, back with them and them and and stuff like that, and Saeed's not mentioning the whole thing. My thinking is that is due to the fact that the team that was writing this episode we just saw was not collaborating with the people who also were writing the other thing. I think they're writing some of these episodes at the same time in separate rooms and not really communicating well enough. And that's a problem in some people. Um, but anyway, so here's the deal. I think that what happens in Lost is that what will happen is when – when they, when a when a team of people come and say, okay, let's bring Sun and Jin back in, those writers are then going to have to say, okay, well, let's see what the writing team who wrote I did. Well, they showed Saeed and never mentioned uh, Sun and Jin So now we have to deal with the fact that they wrote that that way, and now we have to explain why they weren't mentioned and where they were. Does that make sense?
7: They were absolutely all um – off TV, the, the unofficial fan Um under the transcripts, they have episodes one, two, three, and four. Uh-huh. They're all four written by different people.
1: Okay. So, so let's see. Michelle...
7: I'll yeah. Let you know you're right.
1: Uh, Michelle wants chime in. Michelle, go ahead. Hi, guys. Uh, Michelle, go ahead.
2: Well, I want to chime in with the comments about, you know, jumping the shark. I think... It's not doing that, of course. I don't like the term either, but I think what we're talking about is they have too many characters to write for. They keep doing different mysteries, and they add new characters, like the folks from the tail section, the others, and they can't get back to addressing the characters that we've grown to know and love over two years, you know, more about Hurley and, and, you know, Saeed and Charlie and Claire. They just kind of leave them as background characters, and they introduce our new characters, the beloved Nike and Apollo bar So I think we're torn with, we love the show, but it's almost too much to comprehend. So I kind of wish they would go back to the basics, thank you, Stephanie, and just go ahead and go down to the basic characters that we like and do their stories. I mean, yes, the others are great, but I felt like six episodes was maybe too long to have the Kate, Jack, and Sawyer in captivity. I wish they'd made it maybe two or three episodes and gotten back to the folks on the beach and their stories. So that's my two cents worth.
7: I, I so agree. I absolutely agree. Here's the thing. In February, we're going to start seeing some flashbacks for the others. do we have a Juliet flashback coming up? I hope so. And, well, but what that does is that takes away from Hurley and Claire and Charlie and you know, these people that we absolutely love. Yeah. From, or absolutely love to hate um, from the two years. And, now we have to get to know these other people, and they're introducing new people on the island who they don't have time to write for because they get the lines Award
1: ever. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't mind the fact that they, they have finally introduced us to the others because, to be honest with you, I think the others, I think that I, I know that they just casted the actual people who were playing the others. I realize that. But the others have always been characters on the island. We never knew who they were, exactly.
7: but they've always but been okay. there. I I agree with that, but don't.
1: But the Apollo Bar and Nikki yeah. Or I'm sorry. Oh gosh, I can't believe I just said a real name. Nike. Um, the fact that they brought them Del, in, they have. Taught, I don't think they. have they angered a majority of Lost fans with right. that. And if they do an Apollo Bar or Nike flashback before giving us what some of the other. I remember how said,
7: angry I was. Um how angry I was in season two when they did the other 48 days. And then they started having flashbacks for Anna and Echo. And now I did grow to love
6: Echo. We we, we and, love and, Echo. And Libby.
7: Yeah.
5: Uh, writing no, we never those never really lines yeah. for Apollo Bar and Nike, they could have been putting more lines that were pertaining to the story. Absolutely.
7: Absolutely.
6: Who cares about um, her
5: and her issues or the fact that she thinks she's smart? <laughs> <laughs> is is awesome. eight TVs. Come on, hey. I mean, uh, it, if you're going to make a crappy line, at least give it to one of the regulars.
1: Yes. Mark has been pa- waiting patiently for a very long time. To yeah. I, 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 I
0: want to, I want to agree with Stephanie in that, uh, unfortunately it's like a fractal image. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as a writer, it's really hard to keep all those threads together and even more so, it's difficult to expect an audience to be able to keep all those threads together. So that, in that regard, I agree, and I think that it's it's problematic. But um, you know, I, I, and the other thing is just the scheduling. I mean, here, you know, remember at the end of last season, they introduced this whole storyline with Desmond and Penelope, and we had this really amazing ending of the season. And that, and that was when back in in June. And now it's not going to be until next until next February that we're even going to hope to get any sort of answer on that, or even a hint of that. So I think in that regard, it's probably that was bad writing. In the, they're introducing way too many uh, storylines to be able to keep nowhere, all those balls in the air. Time to
7: go back and answer
0: them. Yeah, but I don't think that it's jumping the shark. I just think that they're uh and in a way maybe you know we're always complaining that tv is too dumbed down and it's not smart enough for its audience and in a way maybe they're 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 uh expecting too much of the audience to be able to keep all these stories straight in their head
1: yeah and I've, i hey, I've i never i oh crap show I I'm sorry mark go ahead Finish no, i just platform. said that
0: i i never thought i would have to say that about any television show that it was too smart for its own good uh usually i say the other uh, the reverse
1: absolutely Thank you. Um, here, here's the thing, is, and I completely agree, that, that it's not all the fault of the writers, although I, I believe that what I was saying is absolutely a major issue, major issue. I think
7: they need to sit down seasons one and two and maybe take some notes.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but, but I think Mark has an, a, a, a point also is the fact that, that the writers of the show and the producers are at the mercy of the broadcasting schedule of ABC. And their original desire was to be the whole season straight back to back with no reruns. Uh, their second best option was to do six, 13 off, and then what, sixteen or seventeen? Sixteen. So, I mean, that was the, this is their this is their second most desirable option, which I I I don't know. I, I kind of almost think, and I don't even get to, into this topic because we're 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 really good on. I, I want to go on the topic of. Um, of the whole, what what is the problem with some of these storylines and and then getting into some of the untied stuff? But I, I think that just as a personal opinion, I almost think that they would have been better off to have lost on for two weeks, off for a week, on for a week, off for two weeks, on, just to keep them going and and stuff like that. But anyway, uh again, yeah. let's let's forget I just said that in a way if we can. And, Rachel, why don't you share what you wanted to
3: say? Uh, I want on... to say uh, <laughs> um, I kind of think that Nike and Apollo were brought on to kind of um, help the people that haven't been watching all along or haven't been quite so detail-oriented to notice things that those of us who you know scrutinize it have noticed. Like uh, Nikki said um Something, when they went to the plane, she said something about, oh, Echo's looking for his brother because his brother's body's in there. Now, we all know that, but maybe they're getting pressure from ABC to, you know, remind people of this. I, that's just my thought on that.
1: Wow. Rick is awesome. That is the best ex- explanation on why. Can you, know, you
3: email that to me? I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> uh,
1: that is the best explanation of why they would bring Apollo Bar and Mickey to the show. However, because some really cheesy explanations of why is because they needed some more eye candy, Uh, and and I'm not even going to go and give my opinion on 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 the looks because I'll just get in trouble. But but anyway, uh, I don't think the eye candy has anything to do with it. Um, I but yes, here's what's Rachel, and this is what I'm interpreting her to be saying is that they've brought her, they've brought these two characters who have kind of been left out of the loop if you will, <laughs> and so now that they're finally allowed in the loop because all the controlling people are gone, uh, now they have this ability to start saying, oh, this is a way we can answer the questions of what's going on. For example, Paul, Paul Bar's first line is an indication of what Rachel said is right. Who are the others?
3: You know, and it's like,
1: but but however, I will say that some people have said that what they've always loved about loss is they've never stated the obvious. You know, it, sometimes they'll actually be able to carry off something, and they'll say something without anybody reading a line from a script. It's it, it's in the story. It, it's an emotional brawl. It's, it's the way they showed the pilot up in the tree. It's like they didn't even have to say anything. They didn't say anything. You know, they didn't, for example, they didn't say, oh, my goodness, I wonder if that monster did this, how did that monster do this? Where did that monster? It, it's just like, wow, he's there. And no said.
7: Charlie did say something.
1: Well, he did say something. But it, it, but it wasn't like, oh, let's, it was, let, all right. let's try to give people an indication of what's going on here. Right, it's like, we got it. Okay? And, and I think if that's the reason they brought Apollo Bar and Nike in to uh, tell people what's going on, I think that their lines are going to continue to suck because the people who are in this show don't want to hear stated obvious things, and, and especially when she's going to whine about it all the time.
6: Stop it.
1: Okay, but anyway, the deal is is that, you know, I, I still think that they're horrible characters, and, and they were brought on for the wrong reason. And uh, we're going to bring on Jeff uh, Gentry right now. Okay. He is they're calling there. in. He is uh, from... He is he is our third site administrator for the Speaking Lost forum, uh, which everybody can go to generalspeakingpodcast.com. Click on. Are they all in there All well, Lawdog had to leave. Uh, Jeff, what do you want to say? Well,
8: I was um, just talking about characters. Got me thinking about comic book characters and how different writers introduce different characters, and they have pet characters that they write them. Uh, better than anybody else, and once a new writer takes over, that character gets shifted to the back burner, and and some of that might be happening here with Lost, where, you know, one writer writes this character particularly well, and then um, he's not on an episode, and that character gets shifted to the back burner, and uh, we may see Nike in a pilot bar, because somebody's trying to uh, write for them and, and trying to get their their feet wet with, with writing but i don't know that's just
3: my two cents
1: well i i think that that is excellent and we have seen that you know for example and a, and a perfect example of what you're saying there jeff is that um had sawyer he says i'm the new sheriff in town i've got all the guns and if you're gonna want a gun you're gonna have to come see me in the very next episode it's no big deal it's almost as if it never happened that he never made that big speech it it, it, it but instead he became a background character i'm sorry the very next 25 minutes on the island or the next 24 or 36 hours on the island after that speech people are going to be talking people are going to say hey so why sawyer making this big speech excuse me what's going on with sawyer but that doesn't happen we just automatically go Boom, straight into another character and a new storyline and a new twist and a, and a new everything. Uh, Edith Baker, you're on the line.
11: Hi, sorry to be such a hog. Uh, let me.
7: <laughs> let me tell No you more something. than Cliff, trust me, sweetie. <laughs> what did you say? No more than Cliff.
11: Oh. <laughs> I guess Cliff and I have something in common. We both like to talk. Uh, one thing about Apollo Bar and Nikki, I read. I have read somewhere where Ap- uh, Bar is really there for a reason. He has ties with the Brazilians who were in the Arctic. And that's when his arc will come about. He's only here for one year. He's going to disappear at the end of this year. And he has something to do with those two guys who were in the Arctic at the end of Season 2. And um, they needed for him to have a partner because what, how they are explaining when his arc will be coming is that he is... Sorry, I'm giving a spoiler. He is... Um, he, they were not let off with the 48 uh, survivors. They were... They fell somewhere else. They were in the other part of the island and they just joined them. And that's why they're totally out of tune of what's going on in one sense. And Nikki is just his partner because he couldn't have been all by himself. So... I think I posted that somewhere in the forum where I found it, but it's from Carlton Cuse's mouth.
1: Okay. Well, um, thank you very much. Thank Mitch. you. And here and, and that
7: explains a lot, but they should probably have. Uh...
1: Well, they they I think they've backed themselves into a corner for those of us who are really paying attention to this show. Okay. I want to I want to just for a moment go to the scene where we are first introduced to to I'll even say her name Nikki. Just for you, Stephanie, just this one. The Nike doesn't
7: bother me. It's that whiny voice that you do.
1: Well, I'm going to do the whiny voice. We're going to revisit the scene where we're first introduced to Nike, since you don't mind if I say that.
6: When were you going to tell us, Hurley?
1: Okay. Uh, That indicates to me that even though we haven't seen it on camera, they're trying to insinuate that Hurley knows these Apollo Bar and Nikki. Uh, very well, and that he's interacted with them off of the camera, and that that he knows who they are. And Hurley is the one who did the census, and that Hurley checked the manifest, and they, and and I have to believe that because he did the thing when he pointed out that Ethan Rahm was not on the plane. That if he knows uh if he knows Apollo Bar and Nike, then um, I believe that he. Would have known that you know they they would have been on the roster. They would have been on the uh, the the manifest, and if they would have shown up later, Hurley would have caught that. And so um, uh, basically, that's what I think. So um, let's see here. Mark's got something to say. Yeah, actually, you just sort of said
0: something that I was going to say. I you know the idea. Uh, it, it, I like what he was just said. However, it's bad writing if they introduce them in a in a way like they did because essentially, you know, you can't just jump in and, ex- and then later on go back and explain it and say, oh, guess what, audience, this is really what happened to these people. If they just show up like this with this sort of, uh, you know, interaction with Hurley, which gives you, us the assumption that they were sort of one of those background people that we've seen throughout the first two seasons just haven't spoken yet, and then they go, come back later and say, oh, no, they fell in some other part and here's their backstory, that would definitely be bad writing.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and 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 so what happens is now the thing is the um, thank you, Mark, for for that thought. Uh, the the writing team who wrote the Ethan Rom episode. Now that writing team came up with the whole idea of the the manifest
6: right. and how
1: we're going to out Ethan. But that writing team screwed up this whole plan for introducing them as we've always been here. Right. And so. I, I do not. I, I don't mind minor continuity issues, but this is a major thing that illustrates my point that these writing teams are not communicating with one another. Uh, and so, uh, again, so uh, the lines are open for anybody who wants to request a chat. But uh, before you do, why don't we go ahead and tell you what we're going to talk about next? And that is, we, we've talked about. Uh, the fact that some things are left open uh, and, you know, that some of these things, you know, they, they're introducing new characters when they haven't answered some questions. And so what I want to do right now is to take some time and ask you guys to share what what kind of storylines are out there that have been left unanswered for you. What kinds are you you're wondering, like, what in the world ever happened to this? For me, I know that they've showed it at the Hydra Station, I know that they showed us, you know, the other thing, but what what about the cable? Are you guys satisfied? They, did they really give an answer to the cable that runs to the open? um and so so that, that's just an idea. Mark, you've got you've got one? Yeah, just and I brought
0: it up briefly before the, the whole Desmond storyline with uh, with Penelope and you know, they've they introduced this a lot of dharma stuff last season and stuff that had to do with outside and off the island. And then they did this whole lost experience this summer, and then it's just been completely dropped. Um, They really haven't brought back anything to do with any hint of dharma, and that is really a a big mystery that, that I think a lot of us are interested in and curious about, and just been zero. It's all been about others and the relationship stuff within the island.
1: Very good. Yeah, that, that Desmond and the Penelope and the fact that the cliffhanger, I, I, I didn't even realize that, and this is how much I've got caught up into the first six episodes. The cliffhanger for season two has not even been addressed. Now, the cliffhanger, they will argue, was it is Mr. Locke and, and Mr. Echo. and was
5: just one of many.
1: Well, it was just one of many, and then they, they'll argue, well, the captivity story, we've been giving you answers to that cliffhanger. But the cliffhanger of, okay, the island, you know, is all of a sudden visible perhaps for the first time in, in a long time since the last time. we forgot to push the button. Uh, and the fact the that there's First they're, time in a long time since the last time. That's just
7: really Do you like that?
1: I, I just came up with that. Uh, so, So, yeah, Mark, excellent, excellent. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Let us let us hear some more about that and the Dharma stuff and uh, and and yeah. We'll, um, make a note to myself about lost experience. We, we might talk about that uh, before before we take a call from uh, Fred and, and some other individuals here. Uh, we're at one hour and thirty one minutes into this call, and I want to ask you first, Stephanie, if you want to continue this show or should we just continue? Should we start winding down and plan on shutting this out within the next thirty minutes?
12: I'm fine for now.
1: Okay, so. So we're going to continue on. Fred from Long Island.
12: Uh, Yeah, uh, unfinished thread. uh, The one I thought of, and and we were talking about it in the chat in case you didn't see it, was Danielle, and somebody just mentioned it again. Uh, Where is Danielle? I mean, we saw her when she dropped off Henry Gale at the time, but uh, she's been gone ever since. No relationship to the others, really, other than her initial discussion of them way back when. And also, uh, how come she hasn't found any of this stuff that the losties have found within the course of two months? And, uh, you know, is this all hiding the fact that she really is another and she's just putting on a, you know, putting on a show? That's it. Very – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done.
1: Okay, thanks. Uh, Thank you, Fred. Yes, um, the Danielle story. Um, The the question – there are so many things about Danielle that go through my head. Is she working with the others? Um, Obviously, Ben uh, has had infiltrated them and like that. It seems like Danielle could have been working in conjunction with Ben. Although, why on earth would Ben say, "Go ahead and shoot me in the shoulder with with an arrow"? Other than to be, hey, I need to be convincing. But the thing is is I don't I can't see Ben at the same time. I can't see Ben saying, Okay, do that since especially since you might hit me and it caused a problem with this tumor in my back. So I, I'm I'm all over the place on Danielle. Could could the whole sixteen years ago thing be a, a ruse? I believe Alex perhaps maybe really is I believe Alex is really her daughter. And they led us to believe that that Alex has, has led this life that she's then brought up on this island. Uh, against her, you know, and, and she's rebelling against what they've done and all the stuff. And but yeah, Danielle, who is she? What's going on? Give uh, the, the fact is that they refuse to the tell us anymore. We need Danielle flashback.
7: Way cliff
5: for...
1: yes. what Yes. What, what
5: about when? What about is when Ben got back to his people? They did a whole checkup on him, you know, to make sure he was okay at that point.
1: I'm sorry, you, you broke up just a little bit, Barbara. What was the question?
5: I said, what if when he came back after he got released by Michael and he went back to his people, what if they did a whole, like a physical, and checked him out to make sure he was okay for being captive for, you know, so long, and then they found the tumor?
6: But oh, if that, he didn't that
7: know that be. he well, actually no, because, had, it. no, because he said that two days after he found out he had a tumor on his spine, ah, the surgeon fell out of the sky. That's mm. true.
1: But the thing is, is can Ben be trusted?
7: Uh,
1: I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steph.
7: I don't know, but there's. Still, I think that the fact that Ben asked and Alex said, asked about him before he went in surgery ties Danielle and Ben in some together. It. Yes, it cannot yeah. be absolute coincidence that Ben wants to know if this young girl, Alex, has asked about him before he goes to have spinal surgery. I think Ben's his and dad, they, or I, her dad. And if he's not, he's raised her as
5: his own child.
4: Okay, I thought that good. at first, Brent, I
5: thought that he was her dad, but then I thought that he might have been the one to raise her when they took her.
4: Bren, what do you
1: want to say about Danielle?
7: Um, I'm using Skype. Can you all hear me? Yes. Hello?
1: Yeah, we're
6: hearing you.
2: Okay, um, you. Okay. I was wondering where Cindy and the kids went.
7: Oh, yeah. That's yes. something that everybody wants to know, I think. And if you don't, that's because you just forgot about them. No <laughs> that's something
1: else they won't touch upon. Yeah. The, the, now, the thing is... You can
7: make a list and nail it into them.
1: Well, well we're...
7: The you haven't touched on No
1: doubt. Well, the, the thing is, is um, basically... Um, the, the whole idea of Cindy, what frustrates the whole bejeebies out of me, uh, luckily I don't cuss because I have to come up with really weird words, what, scare, what, what what angers me is that they have never even addressed the fact that she disappeared. Never once in any
4: scene of been. any episode have they ever said, where'd Cindy go? Never. It's not even funny. It was an issue. What's up with that? That makes me green. I'm upset.
7: Maybe she was just a figment of your imagination. No, and they said she's never really there.
1: Oh man, I'll tell you. Goodness gracious.
7: You poor thing. I am angry that. You poor
1: baby. I've been wanting to know where Cindy is forever, and and I still believe she's a.
7: Forever. Forever. It, it, forever. Even
1: before Lost came on. For Even before I ever heard of Long, I wanted... It
7: just since, like, last Thanksgiving. No.
6: It,
1: it, it's been forever. It's been forever. Even before they started even thinking about what Long was going to be, I'm going to... Mm-hmm. Hey, they're going to have this character named Cindy. She's going to disappear. and Nobody's going to care. And that upsets me. I, I've been angry that long. It's
7: moving right along.
1: <laughs> Why don't you give us a little clip there, babe? Uh, I have
7: to open another window. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Door. All right,
1: so we have some loose ends uh, that are definitely out there. There are plenty more of them. We'll maybe talk about some more of those. You can think about them uh, moving into uh, future live talk shows here that we're going to do for the Genesis Speaking Weekly Lost podcast. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, Stephanie, uh, the, what we talked about in the car on the way home from Santa Claus 3. And Our that is the end- – huh?
6: Our perfect ending. Our
1: perfect ending. Now I'm kind of to, excited to share this. Now, if you haven't seen the Santa Claus movie oh, yet, me. oh wow, and you need to see it. It's excellent. It was we we loved the movie, and it had it had a big huge you know. First of all, you had you had you had Juliet in it, and it, the whole story revolved around snow globes, uh huh, which made us think you know that perhaps Ben is Santa Claus. And the, the island is really the North Pole, and that's why there's polar bears there. No, I'm totally kidding. It was not our conversation. Although...
6: Uh, I'm never, never having that conversation. Were you
1: not listening to me in the van? No, totally. What what we we talked about, you know, that we, Stephanie and I did mention, you know, we hope that it's not a sl- uh Personally, I don't care how they end it, because I believe there is only one there is only one way they can end this show that will satisfy me. Okay? Only one way. Any other way that they do it will totally be a letdown to me. Even if, it, if, even if it's a really cool story, it's going to be a total letdown to me if they don't end it this way. And now some of you guys say, are saying, Cliff, you're very opinionated, and that's kind of like, yeah, sure, like they're going to be able to just appease you for this. Let me explain, because it's not an actual story of the answer of how it, you know, what's going on and why it's happening and all that stuff. They can say whatever they want there, but they have to do, however, they tell the story, they're going to have to tell it to me in this way for this ending of this whole series of Lost. Um, They're going to have to end the entire show in this way, and that is they're going to have to tell us at the, end, at the end the whole mystery of everything, why things happen. They'll have to clear it up, tie all the loose ends. Maybe they'll leave some loose ends untied. I don't even care about that. But here's the thing. Whatever they tell us, it has to be like, oh, my gosh.
7: Like an all moment.
1: It's like, it, it, well, not just an all moment, but it's got to be, oh, gosh, I, don't, I cannot believe I didn't get it. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And then all of a sudden, all those things that we complained about in season one and season two and season three and season three, that we said, why in the world did they do that? That makes no sense. That was stupid. Uh, they they should have done this and they should that. And then all of a sudden, because of what they tell us to end this whole entire show, when we go back and watch all the seasons over again, they have been telling us through every single episode what's going on in the island. And it's been under our nose the whole time. That's what I need for the end of Lost. I'm with you, Cliff. Is it? I'm with
5: you on that one. They'd have to put everything into a two hour episode, cram it in, and tell us everything.
4: Just for the fun of it. I agree. With what episode?
7: Just for the fun. Of it. Well, I'll just show so You could do like a um, one hour on it one night and two hours on the next night. And um, I just want to say, Mark, if you queue on email, I will read it. All
1: righty. And so uh, let's see here. Um, that pretty much wraps up most of everything uh, that we have here. Uh, just real quick, Kristen emailed us, and she said a couple things about the last episode. Uh, first, she said Alex, uh, and she quotes, he's going to kill your boyfriend the same way he killed mine. Who was her boyfriend, Carl or, someone, or someone before, we, that we, somebody else uh, that we haven't yet met? Uh, I believe it was Carl. And I wonder if he's really dead. I don't think that he's dead, but I don't they're know.
7: The good guys—they went and killed them. Their oh,
1: own. we already know that. That's not true. Uh, but that's Chris, what they keep claiming. Kristen also says Jack at the end of at, at the end on the walkie-talkie. He says, "Run, Kate," because that's what she does best. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that's still a cheesy thing they're carrying way too far. Uh, but but I said uh it, I did like that ending a little bit because it's like. She's not running because well, number one, she knows she's on Alcatraz now. Right, and number two. but there is a place that she could hide. We had talked about that already. But the fact is she didn't want to run because she didn't want to leave Jack because she really loves him, I think. Uh, and she also says when Jack sees Kate and saw her on the T V screen, that's when uh, he seems to make the decision to do the surgery on Ben. Uh, he was totally set up to see that too, since Juliet, question mark, uh, told him to check the door. I believe. I don't think it was Juliet that talked to him through the uh, speaker. I think that was Alex.
3: It did sound like Alex.
1: It
6: sounded like Alex. I believe it was
1: Alex. And then seeing them together maybe made him realize that he's got something to be cautious about, nothing to wait for anymore. I, I don't know about that, but here's the thing. I think that Alex is the one who talked to him through the intercom. And the,
7: it worked
1: in years. Well, they told him that, but that's just a mess with his head, of course.
7: Oh, so they they, they just can, like they told Sawyer that
1: they gave him a what's it called? Uh, the pacemaker. A face makeup. So,
7: yeah. yeah, thank you.
1: So here's the deal with: I, I believe that Alex ha- was brought in by Ben to to set up that whole ruse where he could be let out. And here's here's my thing: I've given a huge negative review of. I do, and I stand by my negative review. Uh, The only deal that I would say about I do is the fact that if I was not spoiled by the Lost video podcast and did not see the opening scene, I think would have had enough adrenaline to help me to deal with the fact that they gave me a Kate flashback, which I don't think did any for this story. And my feeling, my personal feeling, and it's not so humble, and you can tell I'm very passionate about it, my feeling is that if they wanted to This uh, episode six, I do awesome. I think they've given us an Alex flashback, an Alex and Carl flashback. I believe that Alex had enough to do with this episode that it would have warranted an entire flashback of her and Carl and then how she's helping Ben and stuff like that and her relationship. They could have thrown that in, and it would have been, wow, Jack's got a spine Kate really loves Jack at the end, and we have this whole understanding now of how Alex has been brought up and has fallen in love with Carl, and they're doing this, and how she's rebelling against what's really happening on the island. And then they leave the cliffhanger, cliffhanger exactly like they did, ending the episode exactly the same way, except for the fact that all the flashbacks, it, the whole Kate crap out and put the Alex stuff in. It's an
4: interesting thing. You you gave me an interesting theory. Clip? <laughs> wow,
1: that is awesome. So so here's the deal, and and it's not that I hate Kate. I don't like her. I, I did not like this. I didn't like the flashback. I would have. I think that Kate flashback would have been tolerable for episode five or three or two or, or somewhere in the middle, but not Kate was, her flashback was not worthy of a current episode that is supposed to leave you waiting for 13 weeks without lost. Give me if you would have put an Alex flashback in there. We're ready to rock.
7: Okay. Um, uh, unmute, Mark.
1: Okay. Uh, how, how are you... Unworked? Um, Mark.
7: He's not... He's not in there. Okay. So I'm going to read what he emailed to me, okay? Okay, go ahead. Cause, cause I forgot he said that he... Okay, anyway. I just thought about that Army Lula wanted to start with Jack. Yes. Remember they were going to start an Army. Yeah, where's the Army? It's the Army? Yes. Another thing. Um what will happen when Kate finds out about um, Anna, doesn't Jack know about the Anna with Sawyer? Jack knows that he's he oh, yeah. with Anna. So what happens when out. That yeah. that's the
1: same things that I guess Mark is saying. That yes. That's not. Absolutely. Uh, let's take Rachel. Rachel, what do you think about my about Do, do you think that I'm right that they should have given Alex flashback?
3: I think that would have been awesome. Um, yeah, I, I I thought this episode was decent, sort of. I would have liked to have seen. Uh, them go into someone that we don't know so much about already. Make it more interesting yeah. for us. When they're promising us this awesome episode, I went away going, the last 15 minutes were great, but that was about it.
1: Absolutely. That, that, that's exactly my point. The first five minutes were awesome. They didn't do anything for me because the video loss podcast that they did didn't even give me a warning. That's a major spoiler. It just says here's a little bit of a theme to tease you.
7: Okay, stop whining about that. Okay,
1: now. well it's their fault.
7: We know. And and
1: then the great right, Rachel, they gave us an awesome last few minutes of the episode, showing Jack with the Now he's in control. I love that. But and and, and I agree with you. Give us th- something else other than that. Uh, and and yeah. And I forgot what I was going to say though. So. <laughs> no clue. Hey, uh, we're going to take uh, a now we have listener calls. Uh, but we're only going to play one, uh, and we're going to do podcasts during this whole um, uh, hiatus thing. We're going to do more of these talk casts. I love this. Uh, there'll be higher quality audio because we'll record them locally once we get enough money to get that digital recorder. But um, the deal is, is that we're going to do some shows where it's just you and I, right. and we'll play. We'll do some listener feedback. But go ahead and click on Dane because we love Dane. Ready? Yes. Go ahead.
8: Hello, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Dane calling Milwaukee. Yes, I am finally calling in. Hey, it's been a struggle of a season so far. Personally, I uh, didn't get to watch the first episode on time because the uh, user interface on the ER didn't work because I didn't work. But caught up with the shows. uh, Not too happy with the direction everything's going. I've uh, long said that the season one was, our best season they'll ever be. But you have to like some of the things that are happening. I like the unique twists and turns and, and how Ben's becoming a very, very uh critical role in this whole thing. But gosh, you really gotta like Jack. Jack is just taking control of everything. he doesn't even know he's on Alcatraz. What's up with that? But also, Cliff, come on. If you're watching that show Did it bother you as much as it bothered me? Oh, Tom, Mr. Friendly, Mr. I'm going to kidnap your son and take him away from you. And this is our island. You know what, Cliff? When uh, Jack cut uh, Ben's kidney, I'll tell you what. You know what he looked like? He looked like a little girl to me. He looked scared. What's up with that? Hey, guys, you have a great day. We'll catch you later on the podcast. I look forward to the final seventeen episodes. I tell you what, thirteen weeks, nice break, Christmas time to focus on family, focus on the holidays. What more can be bad with that? It's not bad at all. You have a great day.
7: He must not live with the Grinch. The Grinch <laughs> who stole Christmas.
1: Oh, that's another podcast for a later time. Uh, so thank you, Dane, so much. I want to uh, say a couple things. Season one. Worst, worst season for me. Just uh, because you
7: didn't watch it. I, I didn't
1: watch it the first time, mm-hmm. and I will be honest with you, there were times during the summer review of seasons one and two, which we only got through most of season one, I was getting bored of watching the same episodes. They were so... It's like, oh man, So But that's because
7: you had just watched them. Yes. I mean, you have to...
1: That's true. But the, the thing is, I, season two, I, I could have just watched them and enjoyed them, because they were mythology, lots of Mystery and, and watching it for hidden and season one season was two, awesome
7: for developing characters season two is when they
1: started to hide massive Easter eggs. Easter eggs what is what brought me into Lost. And so brought you into
7: Lost.
6: Well
1: and and the Easter eggs in that in, in the episode. You know, so yeah.
7: I am what brought you into Lost. Give credit where credit is due, thank you very much.
1: I love you so much.
7: <laughs> oh my right. goodness. And
1: then Jack in control. Yes, that is the only redeeming quality of this episode. What
7: about?
1: Stephanie's referring to my arm movement we thing here. We could never I have a
7: video podcast. you imagine? Over, <laughs> he waving his arm.
1: I'm He's doing. I'm doing my whole preacher thing. bit here. Oh my goodness. Oh goodness. So yes, and then let me go back to my chat client to see the last note was that I made. Somebody let's see here. Oh, and Mr. Friendly. Yes, Mr. Friendly has had some kind of uh personality change. Because and the only thing is I can think of is different writers. Well different writers maybe. But the thing is maybe perhaps Mr., that Tom has gone to uh uh maybe they have a university on the island and in the university he had majored in theater and perhaps Mr. Friendly... Now, the thing is, is there are talks that they're going to bring a gay character into loss, which, you know, that's their decision, and I'm not going to complain one way or the other, and, and some of my Christian friends who listen are going to probably say, well, Cliff, why don't you take a stand? Because it's not all about that for me. Um, here's the deal. If they want to bring Mr. Friendly as a gay individual, that's fine, but, but why, why are they writing him as as this type of character, but in the very end of season one, it's like oh, we're gonna to
6: have to take the boy.
1: I'm a man. I'm I'm a burning man, <laughs>
6: you know. And
4: right? it's, it's like, and then all of a sudden, it's like
1: you gotta deal Go
6: with gotta it. He's gonna walk. He's You got gonna die.
4: I mean,
1: that's the only thing I can think of is that he 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 attended university. Uh, a, other university OU and, uh, and he took acting and, and that's why he was able to do such a great job, both on the raft on the boat when he attacked the raft and, uh, why he was able to do the, uh, Hey, when you walk into somebody's house, do you leave your shoes on, put your shoes on the table.
7: That totally doesn't sound like my dad. <laughs> I know that's bad.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, hey, uh, I'll tell you what, Barbara, I want to thank you so much uh, for co-hosting. You didn't actually say as much as I thought you would. Of course, I can't imagine how you should. <laughs> Why,
6: Cliff.
1: Cliff. Cliff, you were talking.
6: <laughs>
1: but you should know by now after 56 episodes of Lost podcasting that I've done, you should know you just got to jump in. <laughs> hey,
7: I did the best I could. You did great.
1: You did awesome. Thank uh, you thanks. so much. Thank you so much, Bart, and and I want to say a very special thank you to everybody who has who has taken their listen to this their Friday evening and spent it with us. Uh, we've had I think a total of about forty people in this chat client. We've had lots of people listening to us dialed in from their phones. We had people here tonight uh, that are on out of town. They're in a hotel room dialed in from their phone and not even in front of a computer just so that they could take a part of this. And I want to say thank you because that really means a lot to me. It really does. It really shows me the support that we have always grown to love and why Stephanie and I can spend so much time podcasting. Um, and, and and it's really you guys that have, have made this so worthwhile for us. So I want to thank everybody for joining us for this live recording of Generally Speaking. We will do many more of these during this 13 weeks and probably I would like to do our weekend show as these even for the remaining 16 episodes. I think it would be awesome uh, and especially how things are working out. I want to thank Soulmate.com. I want to thank Troy Parks and uh, uh, and Virginia Justice for saving our financial situation uh, and uh, you guys have been an awesome sponsor for our podcast, and again, uh, for the next seven days, uh, there'll be the banner will still be at GenerallySpeakingPodcast.com. Go ahead and click on that. Find some information about Soulmate. Uh, very interesting stuff there. I want to thank TalkShoe for this awesome service. Now, I know that some people will think that you know it was a little slow, it had a hard time getting in and stuff like that. It's a new technology. These people have been here. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Dave, uh, I think it's Dave Nelson, who's the CEO of TalkShoe, He and I had talked uh, via email. He's got technicians standing by on a Friday evening this late at night, just to make sure that nothing goes wrong with this podcast. So I tell you, i off make off to them. How
6: crazy, you people are.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we want to thank those of you who have contributed via PayPal to help cover the operating costs of this show. Uh, without your support in the past we would not be here today however stephanie and i have put out a message recently it's it's since been taken off because we had enough conversation about it but what we wanted to share with you is that stephanie and i even if all donations were to cease and we were not able to go and get any sponsorships we've decided that all operating costs that go into this podcast we would we would we swallow it all
7: sending clips to the
1: doctor yeah we'll quit getting prescriptions for my bronchitis just so we can pay for the bandwidth cost to deliver this to you however over the last 11 months now we've been podcasting for 11 months now uh, over the ele- last 11 months approximately 30 different people have contributed via PayPal uh, to our show and those people have been extremely generous I mean I mean some people uh, twenty dollars sometimes seems fifty dollars Uh, There's an individual that's on this podcast right now that's listening on here that has been on here. I'm not going to say any name. That has donated $350 for equipment for our show. You guys have been amazing. Uh, What we want, though, is not to have 30 people carry this load. And and we're willing to carry this load on our own, but there are 8,000 people listening to this podcast every week. And if only 50 people were to just agree to donate, $3 Three dollars per month on the first of each month. Uh, that would be overwhelmingly enough to pay for all the operating costs and continued, uh, possibly even some continued, uh, neat much-needed replacement of some equipment and upgrades of equipment. So,
7: be like my mic, to kids first.
1: Exactly, uh, Steph, Stephanie and I are using dynamic microphones right now instead of our condensers, so we haven't sounded as good as we used to, but. But we're, we're making this happen. Uh, and uh, so just thank you for that, and thank you for your consideration of a very small donation of, of I would suggest, a $3 donation once a month. Uh, and and I know some people hate that we put money and beg about it, but I, we have to. Uh, but if, we, if you don't, we're still going to be here. We love you. Uh, and finally, I want to do one last thing. There are, there are still 10 people on the phone right now. There are still about 12 people who are on uh, the computer. I want you to, after you sign off here, the, the, the TalkCast page for um, the, the Weekly Lost Podcast Talk Shoe Feed Only page, where it talks about where you actually click the purple button to join and launch this show. The thing that says TalkCast Reviews, and you, there's a little purple thing, and it says you can review this TalkCast. I want you to give us your honest opinion of what you thought about tonight's show, and and let us know.
7: Not too on. Yeah, don't
1: be too on it. Okay, very good point there. <laughs> Negative reviews, just stop listening to us. Uh, but but seriously, we we want we want pe- the people at TalkShoe to see what people are thinking right. about our show right. because if you if we get lots of reviews, I believe they'll put us on the featured page at the front page and make us uh, out there in the public view, like they did. Everybody's put us on the we're fe- net junk that Robert and I did is already featured on the front page. So uh, that is everything, people. Uh, one hour, 59 minutes, 38 seconds. And I, counting. I absolutely,
7: I have to say thank you to everybody who came tonight because I have, I, I was not very willing to give up my Friday evening tonight. And the fact that that many people gave up their Friday evening to come and listen live to me is kind of remarkable, I think. so. They're, they love you.
1: you. They love you, Stephanie.
7: Why, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that part out. <laughs> thank you anyway. For
1: many of the same reasons. I love you.
7: Yeah. Anyway,
1: Stephanie, do you want to hit our extra music?
7: Um, let me find it here.
1: Do, do, do.
7: Extra. Okay. <laughs>
4: You have been listening to the Weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please, start with your name and where you're calling from. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, Simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generalyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening.
1: That's all, folks. Until next time, stay lost.
6: That's like the best in.